Hey, what's up? What's up? It's your boy, Slizzy. And I got my guy, Mr. Mitchell, in the building for another State of the New State of the New York Knicks podcast. It's your guy, boy, Slizzy, once again, episode 64. Mr. Mitchell, how you doing, brother? Yeah, yeah, I'm doing really good, bro. I'm doing really good. Uh, another fine day over here in Australia. So, yeah. All right, all right. That's good, man. That's good. Um, Well, I haven't spoken to you, I think, in about two pod- two podcasts ago. <laughs> um, yeah. We got a couple things to talk about, man. I got a couple things to talk about with you, man. Is this might be a this might be a lengthy one. This might be a lengthy session, man. But um, we're gonna talk about the game, and then we're gonna get into the kids playing time, the Fitz kids, and we're gonna uh Mook and Randall, ISO ball and. We're going to talk a little bit about the management last. So, um, about the game, bro. Uh, tell me, uh, what you seen? And before you got, I was actually at work watching this game. And I was, to say the least, I was a bit disgusted. Because it's like, we're in these games and it's always one or two boneheaded plays where it's like, ah, why did this happen? For example, the play where Frank Nilakina misses the wide open three, and then we get the offensive rebound, and Mook Morris doesn't pass him the ball back when he's still wide open to give him another crack at the open three. And he takes a contested layup. So it's just stuff like that gets on my nerves. But I, I, I yeah, um, well, I'm pretty much on the same wavelength, uh, to be quite honest. Um, you know, like, oh, how, how do I put it? There's not enough ball movement, to be quite simple. Um, the, you know, I mean, Moot Morris has obviously been given the green light. Uh, that's kind of obvious. Uh, and his shooting's been great um, at the best of times. Uh, but, again, it's just no ball movement. Um, I still think also, you know, the rotations at times are a little bit murky, um, you know, <laughs> especially with matchups, uh, you know. And, and, of course, yeah, well, Randall's just not – Randall's just not living up to what we all hoped he was going to, you know. It, it was just terrible. And, and you know, these type of games you kind of look at and you're like, well, they were winnable games and it's like, did we just throw this game away? Like this game, this game was a game that, um, you know, we, we could have gone out ahead uh, by at least close to double digits, if not a little bit over double digits, you know, 10, 12 points. Yeah. But we, we just, I don't know. We, uh, I thought, I thought we'd have two guys there that, that would, would do that, like take the game over late in the game like that. But we just don't have that clutch person, unfortunately. Um, well, I can't see it anywhere at the moment, and I'm not, and, and I'm excluding RJ from that conversation altogether because he's a rookie, as good as he is, and you know I'm just excluding him from that conversation. So, you, you, we need a vet to stand up and be clutch, you know, especially in these tight games. Uh, yeah. You know, you can't, you, you know, Spencer Dinwiddie just. Oh my. <laughs> yeah, he was he was I, I going off. I will say this. I will say this before you go, bro. I will say this. I'm gonna give a huge shout out to the Brooklyn Nets. Huge shout outs to the Brooklyn Nets. Um, Spencer Dinwiddie, I, I talk trash to him on on Twitter. Huge shout outs to him, man. He got in the lane whenever he wanted. I, I mean, Jesus Christ! I, he he smoked. He even smoked Frank Nilakina a couple plays. I was like, whoop! But. I, it, Shout out to the Brooklyn Nets, man. Um, I, I'm not mad. They missing Kyrie. They missing KD. They missing uh, Jared Levert. I mean, Karis Levert. <laughs> Jared yeah. Levert. Yeah. <laughs> 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 they missing. Karis you know what? You know what? Actually, that you meant. 
I, I know I know we're we're a Nick's podcast, but I, I do have to give a shout out now that you said Jarrett. Jared Allen today with the big double double, man. I, I was I watched a little bit of that and I was like, wow, he's just come out of his shell again. So yeah, big shout outs to him as well. And and you know they're the little brother. I mean, I I won't hate on them. Um, you know, you got to respect what they've done. You got to respect what Marks and and Kenny Atkinson have done. Um, so you know, if anything, we <clears throat> if anything, it's a our management and that could look at them and and sort of take things away to, to bring to the Knicks, you know, in, in the front office and, and in coaching maybe, <clears throat> you know, style uh, that you could pick pick the best teams and, and like pick things, you know, that we could use, um, you know, especially if they're doing well. So, yeah, no, congratulations to them at the moment. So, but, yeah, no, um, that back, back to the Knicks, yeah, I mean, you know, we should be in a better position. And, and unfortunately, yeah. like, you know, as we all know, like, Frank, Frank's going well. And we're not taking anything away from Frank. We all wanted Frank. Um, they chanted for him in the garden. And he keeps he keeps doing well at, at what he's good at. But, again, he, we, I think at the end of the day, he's still a backup point guard. Um, he can't really... If, if I've got one knock against him is he can't really run the offense. I think I think the French national team was having a, a little bit of trouble at times with him um, running the offense as well. But, you know, the, the thing was is that they were all supportive around him. So that kind of helped him, you know, um, have good nights. So he'll have his good nights and he'll have his rough nights. But the one thing you can count on is defensively he'll be in the game. So um, it's... It, I want to keep him around, but I think we just need that that strike weapon, that point guard. On we need someone to run the offense, and and we just need clutch play, man. Um, but ball movement again, it comes back to ball movement again. I, I, I'm like yourself; I don't like it when it sticks to someone's hand. Um, and we know it can stick to Mook's hand, but as oh my a, goodness, man, it can stick to Mook's hand. But at the moment, out of him and him and Randall being the two go-to guys, I guess we could say at the moment, I'd prefer just to stick to his uh, Mook's hand because at least his shot's going down. Um, yeah. Randall, you know, oh, it's bad having two. Abysmal. Oh, my God. Yeah. He defense. Yeah, I, I remember, I, I don't know if it was this game or if it was the last game. But I watched the play where Kevin Knox ran back on defense, got a block shot, and Julius Randle was still jogging off the court. And it was like, you're not going to help Kevin Knox out? Now, I'm watching a replay of this game while you're speaking, and I'm looking at a lineup that was so abysmal. It was like, why the hell are you – why the hell is this lineup even on the court? Yeah, yeah. Bobby Portis, DSJ – Kevin Knox, Julius Randle, what what the hell is this? What, what yeah, come, come on, Fizdale. You just and it's like you just. I, I'm, I was I'm gonna seeing say, DSJ and, and bro, I, I I I I don't know, man. I'm not a fan. I'm I'm quickly becoming not a fan and not trying to harp on him because well, I know you dislike him. But go ahead, bro. Oh my goodness, you know. I, like, like I said in uh, one of the Knicks groups the other day to someone, I'm not going to go as far as calling Julius Randle a bum. I think what I've worked out the problem is, is he's not a point forward for starters, okay? He's, he's definitely not a point forward. That, that, that mm-hmm. um, you know, that's got to stop. That, that you know, it's mm-hmm. over. You know, you, you, you've tried it and it's just not working. Where I think he's better suited is if we've got better point guard play, like a point guard that can run the offense. Because I went back and had a look a bit of like highlights of last year with him and the Pelicans and just the way him and Drew Holiday combined because Drew Holiday can run an offense, obviously. Um, so I, I think that's that's where he's better suited, just straight out for or, or even small ball centre. But, you know, not having to to be the man to run it up, you know? So, yeah, I think that's the issue. And that's why, as I said, I won't call him a bum because as a normal power forward, he's great. Um, Obviously, on offense, anyway, (laughs) I can't say much for his defense. um, But, yeah, 
he's just, he's just a four and that's it, you know. Like he's he's um I wouldn't even call him go as far as saying he's a stretch four. Not not yet. Um I was kinda hoping, you know, from what I was seeing in the off season that his uh his three point shot would be a lot better because it it looked good. Um but again, you know, that that was the practice court too, so um, and then, like him complaining, I mean, you know, the, what was it the other week about oh, double teams? I'm getting double. Well, man, everyone in the league gets double teamed at some point. You you got to adjust. You've got to find an adjustment around it. You know, pass it out maybe. You know, instead of trying to <laughs> trying to do your spin move or whatever else is going through his mind. You know, like um, I've noticed a few games before RJ sat out. RJB just wide open. I mean, he could have honestly caught a cold. Just sitting there on the wing, wide oh, open. Uh, and, call you know, <laughs> and and I mean, I'm I'm sorry. You know, like they kept saying. You know, I hear plenty of people saying, "Oh, they don't trust a young guy." Well, one young guy they can trust is RJ because he's he's proven it with his play. Like, you know, when when he goes off and he's on, <laughs> there's no stopping him, especially when he's driving to the paint. Like. He, he, you know, spinning around people and just driving through people. Oh man, like if they if the vets can trust one young guy right at this moment, it it'll be it should be him. So when he's standing there wide open, trust trust enough to pass it out to him for him to take a shot. You know, so um, that, that's that's what they need to start doing, especially because uh, you know, it, well, in my mind, I suppose most Knicks mind, he's the future. Um, you know, I'd even have him really should be playing, um, you know, second behind Marcus Morris as to go to people. Um, and Randall can sit at third because that's where I've always sort of looked at Julius as a, as a third option. But, um, yeah, I mean, they've got to do something and run the offense better, but it can't be through Julius Randall. It's whether, whether, you know, they're not satisfied with how Frank's running it, but they're, they're satisfied with Frank in other areas, obviously. Then let it run through RJ, if, if, if need be, for the moment, because there's not, no point guard on our roster at the moment that's, that's good enough to run the offense. But I've seen when RJ runs the offense, at least the ball moves around a little bit better. Yep. Um, so that's something because he's 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 not even a, I wouldn't even call him a score first guard. I, he, he's always looking to pass. So you know he was like that at Duke as well, and they they ran the offense quite a lot through RJ. So he's used to it. Why not? Why not give him when he comes back? Why not give him the ropes to run the offense at least? We might yeah. see a different basketball. You know, what I mean, and a little bit more fluid basketball, but. Yeah, I've, as I said, I've always said you can't play Mook and, and Randall at the same time. You just can't because that's two people that hands are like glue, which means three <laughs> other guys. It, that's what what happens. Um, that's actually it just sprung to mind. It's basically five on two out there when those two are on the court because they just think it's him, you know, Randall and Morris show. So, <laughs> they yeah, you can't play them at the same time. It just stops ball movement. As I said, it's one one on the court at what you know at one time is all right because you should still have ball movement because you'll only have the one person then on the court out of five that the ball will stick to their hand possibly. So, you know, that Fisdale needs to figure that out. I'm surprised he hasn't figured it out yet. Um <laughs> so yeah. Fisdale, and party. Yeah, yeah. And and I mean, Knox, just to touch on Knox, like, yeah, I mean, he's been struggling a little bit lately um, compared to the start of the season where he, yeah, he was going question, great. Question. Question. But, I got a question for you. Um, uh, before I even give you this question, I'm going to throw two stats at you too. The Knicks is last in first quarter points, right? We're last in the NBA in pace. And we're last in the first quarter points. We're ninety three points per hundred. Way last. But yeah, the real question about Kevin Knox, I got two. Matter of fact. one, Fizdale, Why the hell would you start this man as shooting guard, knowing damn well yeah. this man is slow footed? That's the first question. Yeah, that, that was idiotic to me. <clears throat> I don't, I don't like to criticize Fizdale, but that was idiotic to me. And then the second question is. Knox regression the last few games. 
<laughs> I'm going to say it's attributed to one, Mook Morris getting the bulk of the minute and is just not letting Knox get into a flow. And B, um, Dennis Smith Jr., he shoots the mm. most shots coming off the bench per 36. You would think that you would want to find your best shooter on the bench some more looks. Now, is that in that's attributed to Fizdale? Because you have to call more plays for Kevin Knox. So those three is the culprits to me. But, yeah, bro, those are my questions, bro. Yeah, well, I agree with the first the first question. I, I think, um, you know, Mook Morris getting the majority of the minutes there. Are you, even possibly, I'd, I'd even say, like, when um, he puts Portis on. Um, because, yeah. Yeah. Um, first, first off, shout-outs to CP of, of Knicks Fan TV for what I'm about to bring up. But he was mentioning when I was watching the show earlier that he believes that Kevin Knox's probably best position would be the four. Um, especially now because of his size and he can handle it. And he would probably be able to keep up with the fours with his speed. And I just think personally that's the direction I could see him heading, um, especially if he's at the 6'10". Um, it'd be a good, good spot to put him in. Like he'd be going up against guys like, you know, Siakam and, and stuff like that, Blake Griffin. But he's got the size there and, He's even, I'd say he's even a little bit quicker than like a guy like Griffin, you know, and I know use Griffin because, you know, you're nearly, nearly getting to about the same sort of size in, in, in bulk. So um, they're both big, big lads, you know. So um, I, I think playing him at the four would be the better option. I agree. What the hell Fisdale was thinking playing that shooting guard because, <laughs> because, you know, he can't even, he can't even guard most. Well, most decent small forwards, you know, he has trouble no, defending no. against. So um, that's a, I was sitting there going, well, if he, geez, if he has trouble defending threes, why, why do you think he can defend twos? Like, <laughs> you know, like Bradley Beal would run circles, or like guys like that, man, or CJ McCollum, all them. Like, ah, oh, there's no way he'd keep up with guys like that, you know. So I reckon, I reckon CP. Uh, is onto something. I, I think the four might be his spot, and instead of you know giving the minutes that they're given to bloody Porter, so they can just sit him. You know they can't really they can't really you know as much as we'd like them to sit Randall or a Morris. They they won't, but they could at least sit Porter to so give those minutes to Knox and and play him at the four when they bring Julius off, because you know, that that would be a perfect spot for him. And and I think he'll shine in that position. Um, he, you know, I, I know he's a great slasher. Um, he's great from behind the arc too. So he could be a, he could be a good stretch four, man. That, that's where I could see his outcome being. Good stretch four, a good role, role guy, obviously. Um, but, yeah, like they need to give him more minutes so his confidence gets up. And I'll, because I noticed when his confidence is up, his motor's also up. So it, it's it's all about a confidence thing with him and his motor. I think those two are connected uh, because at the start of the season, like, no one was questioning his motor. No one was saying anything negative about his motor. And then I've noticed recently just a bit of talk here and there about his motor again. And, and as a, again, I think it's a confidence thing because at the start of the season, his confidence was, like, through the roof. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he was playing. He was playing really well. Uh, he was probably one of our best. Uh, and then, you know, now the drop-off. But, again, I I don't know what Fizz is thinking. I don't know what, what he likes in his rotations. But coming off the bench, the go-to guy, I mean, if you have, you're not using ISO, the go-to guy's got to be Knox, uh, not Dennis Smith Jr. You know, yeah, Dennis, Dennis Smith Jr. Smith Jr. Bro, Dennis Smith Jr., I love the kid. Happy birthday to you, but... Yo, I'm I'm I'm, be- I'm beginning to not be a fan of this guy because it seemed like every time he gets in the game with Bobby Portis, we lose mm. the lead. I'm scared of the lead. And quick, Kevin, Ke- quick, quick, Kevin Knox stats real quick. Kevin Knox first six games of the season, twelve points. On two three point eight, forty four 
for shooting on 46% from three, 79% from the free throw range. Kevin Knox last 11 games this season. Six points per game, one made three, shooting 34% or 31% from three-point range and 57% from free throw. Oh, my God, that's God. Got to play better Knox. Got to get better defense. The Knox is my most favorite Nick. So, uh, you got to get me better than that, Knox. But, Fizdale, you got to do better. You got to put this boy in better position. got to – Bobby Porter is just in the way. It, it, it's some guy – Alfred Payton, Bobby Portis, Demarcus Morris—they just in the way. It, 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 I think you gotta give Fizdale. It, yo, this might be hard to say. I might have to give Fizdale another pass for another season, man. I might have to give him another pass. This roster is clunky, and I yeah. said this a couple pods ago. We might not win a game until. Sisdale breaks up Morris and Randall. It, yeah, we, we might not win a game. Well, put it put so, it this. I I don't know when that's gonna happen. I I was just gonna I was just gonna say, you know, uh, I think it was uh, maybe three or four pods ago, and then we were talking about the minute uh, you going on about the minute he starts Frank, we we're gonna win, and and we did right. So. I'm starting to wonder the minute he decides to split Julius and, and Mook and has one of them coming off the bench and one of them starting, we might actually win, you know? So, <laughs> so he needs to realize that, okay, obviously you've given the green light to Mook, right? You don't need to be given the green light also to Julius. So you've given the green light to Mook because his shots obviously are a lot better. And, and, you know, he, he's been balling out quite a bit lately. You know, he's had his ups and downs, but he, he has been a lot more consistent when it comes to the offense than what Julius has. So I, I'd be probably keeping him in the starting lineup and saying, look, Julius, we're going to put you back to the bench and we might start Knox ahead of you. Um, we've got to give him some time. And then Julius can come off the bench and then – Get rid of Porter somehow, like you know, come trade time um, in a package for you know to try and get a centre. Um, so yeah, that way it'd, I reckon it'd be a lot better. Either that, or they keep Julius and 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 start Knox at, at the three with Mook coming off the bench, and then later on um, Knox can come back on at the four, and vice versa. You know, can swap them around a little bit there, but you only need those three to sort of move between the three and the four. Uh, big, you know, Portis is just too much. I'd still keep Taj around just because he's a New Yorker. He, he's a vet. Um, I, I think his leadership in the locker room is, is vital. Tar. Yeah, yeah. Tar, tar, I, I don't want Taj going nowhere. As, as far as I'm concerned, no he can stay. As, yeah, he can, he can mm-hmm. stay until he wants to retire, man, because he's one of those good vets and he's always been a really good team guy, really good role guy on every team he's been on. Um, you know, he's always been really good on the defensive end and that's where he's going to help our bigs on the defensive end. Um, you know, he's just, he's just a good, good locker room guy to have around. Um, at least, <laughs> at least he's better to have on the, at the end of the roster than a guy like Lance Thomas or something like that, you know? Oh, so, nope. um, he, he, uh, he's, he's a plus. So, uh, Portis has to go. Um, I, I have <laughs> this and I said to CP because someone brought up on, on the live chat on that, on that stream, um, what what's going on with ISO and what what's going to happen? And 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 I responded. I I have a funny feeling that he may get put in a package and and let go, and so he can go get minutes somewhere else on another team. Um, I still get that feeling um, at the moment because what he he's up to six sixty and P's I think now, um, or some somewhere around that mark. So. I just get – there's just no room, obviously, because at, at the guard because you've got Ellington, you've got Dot, uh, you know, so – and you can't you can't not play Dot because his defense is, is really good. So, yeah, yeah. So I, I think he's jumped ahead of Trier. Uh, Ellington obviously is still there because he can shoot threes when he's on and, and just his bet presence. So I think I think Trier's the odd, one, odd man out, unfortunately. 
Um, and then, and then, you know, apart from him and Portis, the the one of the point guards is going to go. I have a feeling too, and and it, I have a feeling it'll be out of Peyton and Dennis Smith. That'll that'll yep. be probably included in a trade um, yep. because you know we don't need we don't need three uh, three guys that really yeah aren't great on offense Facts. and well obviously obviously one of them is great on defense uh, the other two not so much so you'd really only want to keep Frank around yeah. the, I suppose yep. out of out of the three of them yeah, yeah. Pay that man his money. Don't don't yeah. don't let him touch free agency. Pay that man his money. Oh no! Don't no. let that defense no, go to no other team. You better keep because I I I've, I've always looked at Frank and and I reckon it's a really good comparison. He is the Tony Allen for for our Knicks. Mm-hmm. Like he's exactly like Tony Allen. You know, uh, known for defense. Mm-hmm. That's his known quality and quantity. Um, and and you need, you still need a guy that does that, and uh, you know he can cover three positions defensively. Oh God. So yeah. I'm keeping him around, bro. You know, and when, when he has nights, like he has had a few nights yeah. in the double digits on points. Oh. That, that's what I'm saying. Like a, a Tony Allen, Raj and Rondo like type guy, um, or prime Rondo anyway. Um, you know, he he could get points on night. He could go off some nights, but. The main thing is, is he's going to stop the other point guard or the other shooting guard, whoever he's on, and that's what that's what you want out of him. And and as long as he's doing that, I want him on the roster, you know. But when it comes to like the Fizz kids, like what, what's going? The one I keep asking about is what's going on with Iggy because he's been doing pretty well um, down at Westchester. Yeah, he gonna Iggy on play. I'm not worried about Iggy at all. I'm I'm be honest with you. I'm not worried about Iggy at all. The thoughts of that, the thought that keeps coming to my head while you're speaking about Brayden Lakina is the NBA draft, and we're four and thirteen right now. And if we go into this NBA draft, Scott Perry, Steve Mills, David Fisdale, they have to be thinking point guard. Got to be thinking for that over position. I don't even want to talk about no other people. Um, you got Frank. They want to have one. I was, I was going to say they want to have one person in mind. <laughs> <laughs> you got, you got Frank Milikina, right? So you can either say, yeah. "Well, we can start this kid or bring this kid off the bench." Either way, we know what this kid is going to bring. Yeah. In this draft, if I'm Scott Perry, the the smart, logical thinking has to be play the kids as much as you can. You have to play these kids. We cannot, it's no more tanking. So we cannot go into this. Yeah. We cannot tank. So we got to play to win games. But while playing to win games, we got to play the kids. I'm fine exactly. with 20 to 30 wins because I see at least four lead guards. Two of them, two of these guards I really want because I really want LaMelo Ball or I want Ant-Man. I want Anthony Edwards. I want though, I want one of those two, preferably LaMelo Ball because you can't pass up on a 6'8 point guard. I don't care what is his percentages and down in the NBL. Because I definitely want you to speak to me about that. I don't care about his three-point percentages, his two-point percentages. What I'm seeing on these clips is a six-eight point guard who has special vision, who can score, who can who gets in the lane, who's the exact opposite of Frank Milikina. But I've, I I see him throwing lobs. I'm seeing him. Do behind the back passes. It looks good. And today he had his first triple double. And it's I know we talking about the draft a bit early, but <coughs> we need a point yeah. guard, bro. We need we need a general. So I want you to talk to oh, this yeah. kid, man. Yeah, this, this, this kid the other night, bro, I, I was in absolute awe. Um, live in person, like, uh, <laughs> my, I think my jaw hit hit the floor quite a few times. Like this, 
this kid, what, 32 points, 11 rebounds, 13 assists. And, and he also came up. Hey, yo, what's up, man? It's your boy, Slizzy. Yo, don't you hate when Anchor do the nonsense, man? They did the nonsense. Cut my podcast off while I was recording with my guy, Mr. Mitchell. I apologize. Be going right back into it. Episode 64. It's your boy, Slizzy. State of the New York Knicks podcast. Shout-outs to everybody that be tuning in. Appreciate the love. Uh, yeah, bro. Now, tell me about LaMelo Ball's magical performance, man. Tell me about this kid. Yeah, this, this kid, bro, the other night, man, um, what, what was his stats? I've just got them here. He, uh, he had, what, 36 points? Oh, sorry, 32 points, 11 rebounds, and 13 assists. And he also came up clutch. Uh, hitting a three-pointer with just over five seconds remaining to send the game into overtime, and then they won in overtime. Like this, this kid man is just absolutely astounding. You know, uh, I think my jaw dropped to the floor several times watching him. Um, he, he he's the whole package, man, uh, for a point guard as far as I can see. Uh, you know, he could do it all uh, from rebounding, his passing abilities. As, as again, I. I, I from what I can see, is ahead of Lonzo's. He's better than Lonzo's passing. A wow. rebound machine. Um, he can dunk. He's got a great mid range. He's got Steph Curry range from behind the arc. He's got great vision. Um, and he, he he's no no slouch on defense. He's he, every game I've been um, that I've been there live or I've watched on the telly down here. He, he's getting better and better. Um, even his instincts. So. Um, I haven't seen him block anything yet, but you know he's he, he good at steals. Uh, huh, is he good at steals? Bloody hell! Um, yeah, this this kid, as far as I'm concerned, after that performance, the other even after poor performances beforehand, but that performance the other night, he, he's definitely, as far as I'm concerned, cemented his spot, possibly as the number one or number two pick, easy in the top two. He's, you know, um, he's taken on grown men. Um, he, he's he's punishing, just making them look foolish. And th- this is one of the better leagues too, outside the NBA on an international level. Um, you know, I've, there's been a lot of um, American talent and international talent that's come out here from Aaron Brooks, uh, Andrew Bogut, former NBA champion. He's back out here playing. Um, and come and and Lamelo made him look foolish just a few games back. Uh, so, yeah, this this kid isn't just you know taken on college kids. He, he's taken on men and um, he, he's going to be ready. Like He's going to be definitely NBA ready. He's, from If he can do what he's doing out here, he, he's, he's going to have no dramas crossing over because he'd just be playing against grown men again. He, and he, Yeah, I, I, I can't can't say it in any other words, but he's exciting to watch. Um, and, and yeah, he, he makes how, your jaw drop. That way. How, how tall is he? Uh, I think he's about six seven or six eight. Yeah, and he's good. He's, he's he's got a hell of a wingspan. Like he's very he's like Frank. He's he's very long. Mm. I, I, damn man! I I hope we could get a, a crack at the draft and hopefully draft a point guard, man, because we really need one bad. It's, yeah, it's probably- I mean another. Another point guard that's doing quite well. He hasn't had a performance like Lamelo, but he's still been playing really well out here. Is uh, RJ Hampton? I, I'd even be happy with him. But yeah, me num me number one has to be Lamelo Ball, man. Like, <sighs> oh. if he was in, I mean, it, it, I, I have this feeling the way he's the way he's playing against grown men out here. If he if he was didn't come out here and he was playing just in college. Oh wow! I'd hate to be seeing what he'd be doing to other college kids, man. <laughs> this, this, yeah, this, this, yeah. He, I've said, I've been noticing from afar for quite a while since these three boys came into the spotlight, and 
Yeah, he, he caught my eye more so than the other two because, you know, not just because he was younger out of the two, so I thought, oh, you know, there might be a bit more growing for him. Um, yeah, he's just all-round player-wise, he, he's well above his both his brothers as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, he's he, he's, he's going to handle the NBA a lot better than what Lonzo even initially did. That's just my opinion. Um, and he's got good size about him, right? He's... He's, for an eighteen-year-old kid, he's he's not the skinniest kid I've I've seen of eighteen either. So that that's a good thing too. Um, he can bulk up a bit more, obviously, but um, no, he has got good size, and and he uses that size to his advantage too. So, getting back to the New York Knicks, man. What's your temperature on the next ten games? Yeah, well. Got a bit of a rough, uh, you know, rough stretch of, you know, what from here to, what January, maybe February. Um, I mean, I'd like to see us bust out a couple of wins throughout this ten-game stretch. Um, I know that's what they've been doing themselves. I think rating themselves on it, you know, each ten-game stretch. Uh, but with the way we've been sort of playing, I mean, if we could manage four wins out of the ten, I'd be quite satisfied. I mean, I know that that doesn't sound too good, but for this team and how clunky it is and that I'd just like to see at least four wins out of 10 games, you know. It's, it's almost half. It's almost half the wins. You can't can't expect um, really better unless, yeah, they, they start passing that ball around more and um, Fizz nails down a bit better his rotations. But, um, yeah, I, I just want to see the kids obviously played more too. Um, you know, if we're not looking like, which we're not, obviously, um, that we're going to be in playoff contention, why not play the kids? You know, I think that's even a better sign to to other um, free agents. It's a, it's a good sign to draftees as well. Like, well, okay, geez, we'll we'll get some minutes then if we get drafted by the Knicks. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll play the they'll play the young guys. So, I, you know, I'd keep as I said, they're, they're the vets. I'd, I'd keep Mook there. But I'd be playing all the rest of the young guys more over every, everyone else. Um, and obviously, when RJ comes back, he, he's going to slip straight back into the lineup. So, yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing a, a starting lineup, to be quite honest, of, of yeah, obviously Frank at, at the one, RJ when he's back at the two, uh, Mook at the three, Knox, Knox at the four, and Mitch at the five. Um, see how that goes. Like, Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully Nick's management are listening to the podcast. Like, I, I would really like to see that starting five. You've got yeah. you one, you got your one vet there in Morris, and then you got your young fellas. You got four young fellas around him. So that ball movement should be a heck of a lot better than with that lineup than it is right now. Yeah, because you notice that. I, I see. It's crazy how. Almost everybody right now is is screaming for the for the fizz kids to play, and yeah. I would like to see Alonzo Trey play as well. Yeah. Um, yes. I'm not on the. I understand your take on seeing Alonzo Trey, seeing his trade value. I'm not with that. I'm not with trading. I don't think I want to trade any of the draftees. To be honest with you, I think oh, I was gonna. That. I was gonna say, don't don't get me wrong. I, I don't want to trade Trier, but I just for some reason, if, if he's not gonna get minutes, I, that's what I see happening come the deadline when they when they go. Okay, well we're gonna have to make a move here to to rectify rectify the moves we've done in the off season a bit. Um, and I just have a funny feeling that he might. He might be the odd man out if he doesn't start getting minutes. Um, I don't want to see him go because I know what, exactly what's going to happen if, if that happens. Um, I'm not worried about if Dennis Smith goes. I'm not worried about if Portis goes anywhere. But I have this feeling Alonzo Trier goes somewhere else. He's going to break out on another team. And and then, you know, we're all going to be sitting here face palming. <laughs> because, because he – yeah. He's just needing minutes, and and I guarantee another team gives him the minutes, he's going to shine, and then we're going to regret letting him go and go. Oh well, why didn't we play him? Damn, you know, I've se- we've seen it so many times, not just with 
the Knicks in the past, but yes. just with other teams, you know? Yeah. I don't I, none of the kids, man. I don't nah. I don't trade nobody, man. I'm good on trades right now. I I'm settled on this team. I'm good on trades. I think I think for us to do a trade, I don't see nobody on the market that could tell me, oh, um, we're going to trade some of the kids and we're going to give some first-rounders up. I don't want Devin Booker. I'm sorry. Don't give me enough defense. And the Phoenix Suns is, is coming back to life. Oh, I'll, coming back to I've, got, I've got one suggestion, um, and that's obviously if he becomes available of – I've got a few friends that are uh, Portland Blazers fans and they think that it's a possibility he may get traded. But we've been talking about we need another centre. That, that's if, if there's a priority for anything for this season, it's another centre to back Mitch up because once Mitch goes down, we all know we're stuffed come paint defence, you know. So it just, it just goes, disappears. So Hassan Whiteside... I would be willing to to do something there to try and get him because I don't think you would have to include one of the kids to get someone like that. Um, you know, you, you could do it with maybe, you know, Bobby Portis and I don't know someone. You might not even you might even might not even have to attach a pick, or you might have to attach a second round pick at, at, at most. But he'd he'd be the only thing I I would like to be brought in because. He could come in and, and play off the bench. He's accepted, you know, the role he's sort of been given in, in Portland and he knows he's not mm-hmm. going to be the main centre there. He knows that they are Bosnian beast is going to be back. <laughs> so mm-hmm. he knows his time is, 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 is going to be short-lived there. So, um, And I think he, he kind of understands too. You know, I think he was under, understanding at the end, even in Miami once they got Bam, um, Oh, okay. Well, I'm still getting minutes coming off the bench, so I can still do my thing. Um, once he came around on that and accepted that type of role, even I was quite satisfied with that because he's he's still good to have as a backup centre. The, the man can rebound like no tomorrow. He basically can do what Andre Drummond does, you know. So uh, he's just a cheaper option. Yeah, what I've what I've seen on Twitter about him is that he's lazy. So. This is where Taj Gibson, keeping him, is vital for the Knicks if we do do that trade. That's the trade yeah. I'm willing to do. And if they're willing to improve Melo, I'll take him back to Oh, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm loving it, and I'm loving what I'm seeing from him. I've, I've been checking out the game since they, they got him. Uh, yep, obviously, yep, yep. once Nick, always a Nick. Uh, and he fits that team with with Dame and, and CJ really well, really well. Oh my god! Yeah. Imagine, imagine. Hold on, this just hit my brain. Imagine Melo with Frank Nilakina. <laughs> and you and know I, Frank Nilakina would love to give up the ball. <laughs> and I this is, and I told everyone too. I said this is. I said when when they signed him, right? Um, and I, he he even said it himself that he was coming back a new Mello. He he he. I noticed he shed a bit of weight. Um, yep. He was looking. He was looking that good. He was dunking again, like. Um, and and he hadn't dunked for, you know, God knows how many seasons. But you know, and he's playing defense. You know, it's not the best defense in the world. But the thing is, everybody kept saying, oh, he doesn't even try on deep. Well, from what I've been watching, he's, he's out there trying, man. And he, he's given he's given his all. He's nearly nearly playing Olympic mellow defense, I, I guess you could say, where he's locked in and he knows. And that's because, like he, like he understands and he said it himself, he knows that Portland's come out on a limb for him and he's got to earn this contract. And yep. so he, he's, he's given it his all. And I think he knows it's a... It's a new lease on life, so to speak, for his career. Um, you know, Dame, uh, CJ, they all uh, and quite a few of the other guys. Yeah, they 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 all turned around and said, "Look, if this leads to a championship and the and and the sort of coming out party again of Camelo Anthony, like we're all here to help him." You know, so I'm rooting, I'm rooting for them. I'm rooting yeah. for them all alone. I'm rooting for them because, oh my goodness, man, I'm I'm. 
I'm rooting for them, man. I'm rooting for them, man. And what would make it sweeter is, damn, I'm rooting for them, man. I wouldn't even want to trade for Melo, man. Because the way and the funny- and Lillard plays, it's like, I, I, oh, I don't want him to wait. Well, uh, the only reason I'll say they won't trade him is Dame had, I'm pretty sure, had been trying for a couple of seasons to get him there. And, um, because that, that they're pretty good friends, and um, yeah, now he's got him there. He's got he's got a, another partner in crime. Uh, yeah, I don't think they're going to let let him go anytime soon. I think they'll um, they'll uh, you know sign him up and and try and go for a couple of playoff runs. You know, so hopefully it'll it'll pan out for him because you know I mean Carmelo de- deserves a ring. I, I believe. Um, I seen a post. From, I seen a post from Twirl. Yeah, I, I've seen a, I've seen a post from you earlier, um, calling calling that he's a top ten small forward in uh, all time. I, I have to agree myself. Um, you know, he, he's he might not have you know the accolades and that of, of you know you guys like LeBron and that, but the the guy is still a great. You know, he he, he uh, tried to put this this team, our team, on on his back when he was here because he wanted to be here. He's a New Yorker. Um, and he did everything he could possibly do within his powers, put it that way. Um, you know, he might not have been, you know, Den- Denver Mellow, which, which would have been lovely to have him, you know, a couple seasons even extra mm-hmm. before he actually came across. But, you know, he, he did what he could, you know, and, and at the end of the day, he's only one man, but I, I just love the fact that he's the only superstar in... Yeah, that long. <laughs> um, that actually wanted to be here, and 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 you know, so that's why I've got to wish him well, and, and I've got to wish those boys well up there. Um, you know, because Dame Dame Lillard, you know, he, he's come close he a few. Oh, yeah, bro. Yeah, all last playoffs. I, shout out to my man Big B. That's my guy, my 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 boy Brandon. Shout out to my guy Big B. I watched every single game with this guy. I watched Damian Lillard hit at least three game winners last last playoff. The one thing that I would love to see as a Knicks fan and as a basketball fan and as a guy who's been watching Carmelo Anthony since I've been 13 years old is for him to win the championship. And if he yeah. does that in Portland, it would be great for the NBA. I think the Portland Trailblazers. If it if if Damian Lillard continues to play this role that he played tonight, and you know the role he played tonight, he played pure point guard. He had 12 assists. And he was doming mellow from Yeah. So like I was saying, you know, the corner threes, the 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 level of detail, the way Dame was playing, it was just beautiful, man. It w- it was beautiful to watch, man. I can't lie. Yeah. Shout out to Dame, man, for giving Melo that chance. I hope y'all succeed. I hope y'all win the championship this year. I'm really rooting for, for the Portland Trailblazers, man. That, w- that was cool to see, man, because not to get a little off subject, but I was rooting for Colin Kaepernick and for Melo to get back in their leagues, respectively. And Colin Kaepernick, you know, he just opened his mouth a little too much. Like, he didn't have to say all of, you know, the, I want to know who my receivers are. He didn't have to say nothing. Just like how Melo came back into the league, he humbled himself. Colin Kaepernick should have humbled himself. But salutes to Damian Lillard, man. It's tough out there in that Western Conference, bro. It is tough, bro. And I'm really hoping Adam Silver throws the Knicks a bone this NBA lottery. And just please, man, just give us another another lottery pick at least if you want to show us any type of love. Um, any any last words, bro? Before we get out of here. Yeah, well. I'm kind of hoping we can turn things around a little bit, like I said, in the next uh, 10 games. Uh, you know, look at 
at least four wins myself personally. At it, um, you know, and just to see the kids played more. I, I want to see Trier get some more minutes. Uh, I want to I see Knox get some more minutes. Hell, hell starting, starting that power forward, like I said, if, if need be. Um, but yeah, I, I, I just want to see the kids get some play, and um, yeah, some wins every now and then would be nice too, you know. Make for another depressing season, but um, you know the outcome, as I've always said, is probably another two seasons away. The better outcome, the bright light, and uh, that—that's where we kind of got to look. So that's why the kids have got a couple minutes. Mm-hmm. The kids, uh, the Fizz kids, definitely got to get minutes, bro. That is the number one, the number one issue right now with David Fizzell. The kids got to get some minutes, man. I understand the Marcus Morris getting 30, 40 minutes. No, matter of fact, I don't understand it. Kevin Knox should not be getting 10 minutes. I don't care if he's playing bad defense. I'm at the point where it's like I don't I don't care if he's giving me bad defense. I want to see him play. I, want, I need to see these kids play. We got we got to have these kids for the future. Got we got these kids. They're twenty years old, nineteen years old. I, I want to see yeah. the RJ Barrett. It, it, that's it. There needs to be no discussion about. I understand Wayne Ellington. I want to see Alonzo Trey play. I'm sorry. I don't care about the veteran leader. We we four and thirteen. We should. We don't. We shouldn't be beggars and choosers right now. <laughs> yeah. Let's be yeah. honest here. And, and playing the kids should be top priority. Kevin Knox should be getting thirty minutes a game. Frank should be getting thirty minutes a game. DSJ should be getting twenty minutes a game. Even if he's playing like crap. I want to see him playing 20 minutes a game. I don't care. Alonzo Trent, he should be getting 20 minutes a game. Dotson, 20 minutes, 20 minutes a game. Like it, bro, I don't I don't know how you feel about that, but that that that's my take on that, man. That I gotta see the yeah. Hey yo, what's up man? It's your boy Slizzy. Yo, don't you hate when Anchor do the nonsense, man? They did the nonsense. Cut my podcast off while I was recording with my guy, Mr. Mitchell. I apologize. Be going right back into it. Episode 64. It's your boy, Slizzy, State of the New York Knicks podcast. Shout outs to everybody that be tuning in. Appreciate the love.